Okay. Um, we're continuing Halacha Beis. Kuftar Zolf Halacha Beis. Part 3 of How You Make Gvinis Yisrael. So to, to catch up to what we're up to is um, there's a fundamental focus in the Ramah and the Shach as to what it takes to make Gvinis Yisrael. The Ramah says if you watch the cheese making, that's what makes it kosher. And the Shach says you have to do either one of two things. Either the Yid has to own it or the Yid has to participate in making the cheese. Okay, that's what the Shach says. Those are the two ways of making it. Um, the first time we spoke about it, we just spoke about it in general, where that comes from, where those sheets should come from. The second time we spoke about what the Rama holds, and today, we're going to talk about what the Shach, some three issues within the Shach's opinion, and then, um, we're going to, then we're going to get to um, who we pass line. Well, the passing with the Shach of the Rama, which is very, very significant. I mean, has to do with how you make those sheets. Very well nice. Okay. So within, so within the Shach, we have these three, three things we're going to talk about. The first is, one of the shach's methods of making um, green soil is if the yid owns it. If the yid owns it, then it's green soil. The shach himself has two ideas. He himself mentions two ways that the yid could own the cheese. The first, one of them is, I don't think it's the first one, but one of them is, he says, if the yid um, rents the cows. Okay? Now, that rents the cows means to say is that he's, he's made a deal with, with the owner to say that I own your cows, the Indian, that the milk is mine, so that when we make cheese, that cheese is going to be mine. Okay? That's one method. And the other thing the Shach says is he makes a deal with the, with the, with the guy. He says the deal is I'm going to buy this many cheeses from you after you're finished. Okay, so they're sitting there making cheese, they're giving a thousand pounds of cheese, and either he says he's going to buy it all, or he's going to buy part of it, and there's a deal to buy the cheese from the guy. Can't you buy the milk? Can't you buy the cows? So the, the shaft says it as he rents the cows, it's sort of like maybe it's a dumb shot, I'm not sure why he's saying it like that, but he's buying the milk, he, he's, when he calls it renting the cows, it means I'm taking the milk, so that's when... Well, you want to talk about first about a case where the, a guy makes a cheese, milk, um, makes a cheese out of a cheese milk, is it? That's what I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, you know. The Shach is just talking about what's going on in his neighborhood. And what people are doing, he's just saying that they rent the cows, where in the that the cheese should be theirs. It's the same thing as buying the cheese. No, it's just a fancy way of buying the milk. Sorry, no, it's not a deal. You do it. Nowadays, I'm not I'm asking. Now, don't do what the Shach The Shach mentioned two ideas. Either they rent cows, means that they own the milk, or they make a deal that they're going to buy the cheese when it's over. So, the first of those two, renting the cows, means owning the milk, that's simple. From all, for, conceptually, it's easier to understand because when you make the cheese, when you make the cheese, the, 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 in order to convert the kosher, it has to be gvinis yisrael, and it is. It is gvinis yisrael because the yid owns the milk already. When they make it, it's very boomed to the yid. The second case is a little more difficult to understand because the second case was that the yid made a deal that he will buy the cheese after it's made. He made a deal that I'm going to buy from you this many cheeses from you afterwards. So it's harder to understand conceptually what has a gvinis yisrael. The shach said gvinis yisrael is kosher when it belongs to a yid. Well, when this cheese was made, it didn't belong to a yid. So the pre-chodesh, when he says it, he says it, it says, Nikru al-shem Yisrael shenas b'shviloi. They have the Jew's name on it because it's eventually going to be, it's going to eventually be his. So he says it's going to be, Ki'ilu ha-goyim ha-gavnim b'chol sh'o Yisrael. It's as if they're making with the Jew's milk. And if it's spoiled, it's in general. So I don't know what the, the, you know, the contract is, what happens if it's spoiled, but it's didn't, not really the Yid's milk during the cheese making. It's really only going to be the Yid's after the cheese making, which seems to be too late. Okay, and with this second, this other idea that the Shach says, this idea that you could have the deal to buy the cheeses later, it's not just a nice thing that we can ignore that the Shach says. Because if you remember, from the first time we spoke about this, this terrorist is what the Shach uses to explain 
the Sefer Haguda. The Sefer Haguda said, had, the Sefer Haguda is what the Ramah brought his wife from. The Sefer Haguda said that the Yidin go to the Karim and they can have cheese from them and they make it on Shabbos and it's kosher. Or, or it's the assumption is that it's kosher. So the Ramah says, you see, just watching is good enough. And the Shach said, no, it's not, that's not why. It's really good enough because the Yidin had the deal to buy it. They made up, they made up, the Sefer Haguda said, they made up, they're going to buy the cheese from them. So that's why it's kosher. So that means it's to say, this part of the... Is making it on his, on his, his property any way he wants it as long as everything is kosher, you know, to the Jew standards. The Jew says, I'm going to own it. That means if he's working on Shabbos, it's working for. So we spoke about that. That was two times when we spoke about that. Is it a Hilchah Shabbos? So, so put that on the line for now. We're talking about just the cashless of it. So that Sefer was assumed to be that it was kosher. That, that, that affects the yeah, yeah, no, I'm not too worried. Ignore the fact that it's the Hilchah Shabbos of it. We, we, we passed that already. So the, the, the Shach is saying the reason why the, that cheese is kosher is because the Yid had a deal to buy it. So it's very important. This idea that you could buy it later is important to the Shach. And he doesn't mean you're right that you could do that. I mean, he can say, for good, according to him, is saying that. But where's the Makar to that? The whole idea that the Yid owning it, the whole idea that the Yid owning it be good enough just because, well, Gavinus is raw. Okay, well, what's the right, where's the Gemara say that if the Yid's gonna own it, that's also good enough? So, it, this needs more understanding. It, 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 you hear hints here of what Ramosha said, that um, the cheese doesn't have to be kosher during the time you make it. It only has to be kosher when it's a gil yad bishol. So maybe over here we're like set up that by the time the gets it, he's going to own it, so somehow that makes it better. It, it's, you see here a similarity, but we're missing a proof to this. The, the first case, the other case of Shasta, but the simpler case, the case that the Yid bought the milk and then they made cheese out of it. So that's Gavinus Yisrael. So they make the cheese from the get-go was a Yid. Over here, it's not really a Yid. It's going to be a Yid. They have so the Ramah doesn't agree to that? That if milk is a Jews... Uh, we're getting to that, but no, no, the Ramah has no reason to think like it. No, no. If the whole riot comes from the Sefer Kudah. He learns to have a good differently. That's because the Yid watched it. So, so the, the, where the Shach is getting is that you could own it in the future. It's not so clear. I mean, he's getting it from the Sefer Kudah, but... There were two ways to read that. There are more ways to say for good to be saying that you just have to watch it. That's how we read it. So you just want to say, no, he meant it because he is going to own it. Well, who said going to own it? Is, you know, what does going to own it mean anything? Going to own it is it's not that the cheese wasn't made as he is. That's just the pastures. You might be remembering that Jews milk. It's Jews milk. Okay, so we're, I was going to get that in a second, but there's no re- basis for saying that. Ramah has, there's no indications in that the Ramah says like that, that that's going to be That reading, the Shah says, it comes from the fact that the the the... It's called community so it means it's a Jew's cheese. There's nothing to do. There's no there's no contact. It's just a... so the okay, so now the, the there's a third way. I mentioned to you two ways. The Shach himself said either you could own the milk or you can have a deal to buy the cheese. Um Pistol Chuba brings that there's a Nani Behuda who talks about making kosher cheese. Now the Nani Behuda holds like the Ramah really. Okay, really holds like the Ramah. But when he's explaining the sheet of the Shach, he says that there's another way you could do it. He says is if the, if the Yid owns the rennet, that'll also make the cheese kosher. Okay, then also, according to the shaft, that would qualify as giving the <laughs> if the Yid owns rennet. He, he explains that what he means is like this. He says, the Yid doesn't have to, when we say, when the shaft says the giving is kosher because it's the Yid's cheese, it doesn't have to be completely the Yid's cheese. Even the smallest partnership in that cheese is enough to make it his. So, it, the, the rennet is a tiny bit, I mean, it's a tiny, small amount that goes in, but that's the, I mean, that's the only other ingredient. So, the, the Yid has even this tiny percentage that's good enough. He brings, so he brings, that's the Pichadash argues, Pichadash says only Pichadash does a small shukvis hold, and then this is not true, any shukvis helps, even the smallest amount 
in the smallest amount of ownership is good enough to make it be considered the yid's cheese. Can I just extend that? If it has anything to do with the cheese making, does that agree with the actual cheese? Let's say I own the, 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 the vat. No, no, no. It has no, to be it's in the Venus is all. We're looking for Venus is all. I am a partnership in so the... So the saying it doesn't have to be completely the Jewish cheese, even partially the Jewish okay. cheese, but the cheese, it's the cheese that we're talking about. Okay, so now... Do you know offhand where my good is? I'll get a few later, because when we spoke about last time, I had the Mara Mokhlam for me here. Okay, so the, 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 says, he says, this idea that the Yid can own the Reddit, in his mind, that's the, like, standard case that would happen if a guy was making cheese, and he says it as follows, he says, where would the guy get Kavis Nevela from in the first place? Where, where, I'm sorry, Kavis Shunta from? Where would he get a kosher, and it's not like today that you went to, you went to the distributor and you bought, you know, Microbial rennet with a hashkoch on it. He had to buy cavus cherry. He had to be uh, the, the, the stomach from a kosher animal. Well, where did he get that from? So obviously he got that from the yid. So the says that's like the normal case would be is that the yid brings the rennet when they're making cheese together. They're making kosher cheese. The guy brings the milk, well, because milk's all over the place. But the cavus cherry has got to come from the yid. So the neighbor knows that that's like the normal thing. The normal arrangement would be that the yid brought that. With Indian, that that means is according to the Yehuda, we have a different possible explanation for the Sefer Aguda. Again, the Ramah had thought the Aguda was a riot to him. That watching is enough. Because the Aguda says that they made on Chavez, they made the cheese. So the Shach said, no, 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 it's because the Yid only has the deal to buy it. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we have a different answer, which is that the guy, the Yid, brought the cave, his, the rent with him. And the Yehuda said, that's the normal thing that would happen, because or else the guy has no way to make kosher cheese. So the deal is, the guy has the milk, the Yid, comes along with his cheat with his rennet that he brings with him to make sure that it's made kosher. Okay, so so according to what do you say? Don't say nothing. No, but the Nebuchadnezzar says it doesn't have to. He doesn't, he doesn't bring the same for good though. Yeah. But then you then says that's in his mind that's like the normal thing is that if you if you went to Johnny to make cheese for you, the normal thing is that you would bring your own rennet. Because how else is he gonna get it from? It doesn't say anywhere before it does, it's supposed to be other two. It doesn't say it it, it does say that the yeah, deal to buy it. So it's true to yeah. that part of it, but it doesn't say that that's the crucial part of it. That's true. But so okay, it's not value. It doesn't say anything. Wait, 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 but back up. The Aguda is not talking about kosher cheese. The Aguda is in Hilchah Shabbos. The Aguda is talking about, is it Isra? No, no, no. The Aguda is talking about whether this is also to do it on Shabbos or not. Whether it's kosher or not, he wasn't talking about it's kosher. Either way, I'm saying the scenario that the Aguda spells out before, she's right to the two points, either what's that called, holding the shikum of the cheese, and you'll start going to see it. Yes, yes, that's true. But I'm arguing on that, that he's not in... Uh, the Shabbos says he's not in Mechus Avodzor, not Mechus Avodzor. He's in Mechus the Shabbos. He's not talking about kashers. He's talking about having. Okay. Anyhow, so so if that's true, if the Yehuda can answer that the Yid brought the remnant, then the Chiddush that the Shach said doesn't have to be true. The Shach being Mechadish that the Yid gonna own the cheese that's also good enough. The Yehuda doesn't have to agree to that. The Yehuda within Beshit Shach wouldn't have to agree to that. He could go with what we think is the Pashas that you have to own at the time of the cheese making. The trying to cheating you own the milk, of course it's kosher. Either Sefer Gudu says that the Yidin used to watch them make it on Shabbos and the Yid didn't own it, then the answer is because he owned the rennet. So at the time of the cheese, he also owned it. So it could be, according if this, if the, okay, the Nebuchadnezzar doesn't hold the Shachot together. But according to the way he's saying that owning the rennet is good enough, we may not, it doesn't mean, it could mean is you have a different way to get around with the Shabbos and won't have to say that the Yid could own it even afterwards. That Chiddush that the Shach said, he doesn't make a big deal about it, but that Chiddush that he could own it afterwards, that the Nebuchadnezzar wouldn't have to say. The, 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 the Shach, you don't have to learn the Shach over there. 
I'm, I, I understand that that could have sounded funny. I'm just saying is, but within, you know, maybe who's saying within that mahal, within that mahal, that the way you do it is by owning it. The, the, the shop only had one way to add that. He only says, well, oh, so it must be that you, it's considered only because you can get it later. And he said, I, that part, I have a different way to get around it, which, which is more logical. It's, it's easier to absorb that a person that we should consider the yid owns it if he owns it during the cheese making. Let's say he owns it afterwards, it's harder to accept that. The shop says it, but the shop is sort of stuck to say that. And then he's saying, I have a way out. You shouldn't have to say it. Okay. We're going to come back to this maybe a little bit. Okay. Okay, so that was one thing. We talked about how do you own it. Okay, the second thing was, the Shach said, the other way to make Gvinus Yisrael is, um, if he doesn't own it, but the Yid um, participates in making the cheese. Okay, so we have um, the same kind of question that we spoke about last time, which is, what happens if you have a plant where the Yid can't participate? Okay, it's a kind of a plant where there is nobody who puts rennet into the, into the milk. You go into the plant, it says, beautiful, shiny, sparkling, clean plant. There's no, you don't see any milk, you don't see any people, you don't see any... Cows, just anything. It's just big shiny tanks, and everyone sits in the control room, and from the control room, everything gets put in. Okay, everything is everything is computerized to the point that no one's actually pouring rennet in. They say to the yid, "Go ahead and pour it in that make you So, is it good enough that the yid programs it or pushes buttons on computers? Does that also count to make it to be considered um, community yeah, You can pass this role that way. Is that is so? We'll come to that. Very good. So, the the so, so just to so what is like this? When they asked Rabbi Shachter about this, he's like, no problem. Let him program the computer. It's spoken to the computer. Everything's wonderful. It'll be green as well. But does that have to program before uh, each time? No, program it forever. I didn't know we were going to have timers. It's like that, a timer. Until yesterday, Bob. They asked, they asked, let me talk. They asked Rabbi Shachter, and he told them, yeah, he's dying for the Eder, for Eder Charedes. And he says, I'm sorry, and he says, and he says, uh, he said, he said, he said that it's, it's, um, that's him, he holds it, it's okay. That's him, the Eidah holds it, it's okay. But, um, they want to be a little more cautious, so they say once a day, you should restart the computer. Okay? I guess they don't want to get out of here. The guy set the computer, and you know, 27 years later, it's still making convenience. So, so, the but the Bashita, they held that it's okay. Okay? Rabbi said, no, he didn't buy it. Rabbi said, no, it's kolachitzov, it's not kolachai, you can't do this kind of stuff, what kind of thing, program computer. So Rabbi says, it does, all that stuff doesn't work. He says, what you have to do is, you have to take the rennet, you should take the, the rennet and pour it into the rennet tank. You know, someplace out there, there's a tank that holds rennet, you should fill up that tank. Okay, exactly. Is it a minasakum? Is it a minasakum? So, you're, you're uh, one step ahead of me, though. So, the, I don't get it. Yeah, so Be'etzim, Be'etzim, I don't, Be'etzim don't understand what he's, Be'etzim, I didn't, wait, wait a second, Be'etzim, I did not understand what he said, because what on earth does it help me to put it into a tank out there someplace else? So then I was thinking that maybe it's like what David's saying, is that the cheese is being made by nobody, it's like just generic, it's falling off the moon, just, just cheese, so the, so then as long as the guy doesn't do anything, then that's good enough, okay? Mars. Yeah, what? Okay, so get that. So, so the, 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 the question is, just if you're going to go with this mahalach, what David's trying to say, which is that, well, it, as long as it's not clean as akum, as long as it's neutral, that's good enough, then it doesn't have to just put the rent in. You have to do other things. When Rabbi Shachter talked about this in, in a whole different context, it was like, so then the yid has to fill the milk tanks also. 
Why why just say well, one, one part of it? Milk, milk is milk. Milk is milk. One part of it. Though. All you have to do is one part of it. And then it and then it is venomous. No, no, no. You gotta do one part. I know, but I'm just putting Ren into an empty tank. I'm putting some Ren into it. There's a, there's a bowl there, and I pour Ren into it. And I don't milk in it. I'm just putting Ren into this tank that holds Ren. No, no, you have to, the, 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 the computer has to let the Ren go into the milk. Yeah. But you're, like, just put the Ren into the Ren tank. Right. And then, and then, then whatever, anybody can program the computer. Oh, you didn't say yeah. Oh, it's a nice. Put the Ren into the Ren tank. I'm like, hello, what does it make difference? So, if you're going to say, they say, as long as no guy can do anything, you do everything, then you have to do everything. Put the milk in, put the Ren in, do as much as could be. But what, what's the point to just put Ren into a Ren tank and have the garden program? So, what do you do? Nothing. What, what, what do you do? Anything. Doesn't what did he answer you? Sure, it's what he said. No, it was there. No, it was there. I'm not, I'm not sure. That's my impression. That's what he said. And I don't get this up. And I don't get Now, the also, also, now this I heard indirectly. I heard this one indirectly. That Sean Miller was Mako, but he allowed people to compute, to run the program. My impression was that he allowed it along the lines of Rabbi Shachter, that you could just program it and it goes forever. He, he had another thing. I'm not mentioning it now. He had another thing he wanted to do, but um, that he... He, I have a thing with more than Shepter. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure 100%. It could be he was like a My impression is that he was like a Shepter, you could program it. So now, we spoke about two times ago, I'll come back to what you said. We spoke about two times ago. What's the reason why? Where did it come from that a yid making the cheese is good enough? The yid owning the cheese came from the fact that it said that we, was from the wording. It's called Kuyinus Yisrael. makes it a Jewish cheese. That's what's kosher. That's Chazal said what's kosher. What makes... It kosher because they didn't help put in the remnant. Why, why is that made a kosher? And we said it comes from a tesefta. That the tesefta, the Mordechai says, it comes from a tesefta. That the tesefta compares the way he reads it compares greenish akum to bishul akum and to and to and to pas akum. That just like those are made by yid participating, so too these are made by yid participating. That's how Chazal structures the takana that it has to be a yid participates is what makes it kosher. So. So what the two of you are remembering is that way back when this is like goes back a while when we learned Kofi Bays we learned Kofi Bays we spoke about this we spoke about what does it take to make pasisol or bishlisol what does it take to make that and do does kach kacher work those kind of discussions we spoke, and we spoke about exactly the same machlokes okay Rabbi Belsky Rabbi Shechter this weekend and Rabbi Shechter I'm going to just say to you in short now um, Rabbi Shechter had rias. Rabbi Belsky's rias come from the fact there's a Gemara that says that if you if you there's a, there's a there's a river that's being held back by a dam, and you pull out the dam, then you're only chayev for the first flow of water that comes out that kills somebody. You're only chayev for that first flow of water. Water that flows later on that does that kills somebody, you're not chayev for it. That's what his rights have to do with that. And Rabbi Shafta had two arguments on that. I'm, I'm, again, I'm saying just in short. You can go listen to the recording if you want to. Um, the, you could, in short, was one was that over there, the reason why, the reason why only the first class counts as the yid is because, is because there... Um, the, the energy is already there. The water is waiting to come down. Gravity is waiting to, for it to drop down. You just have to pull the dam out of the way. As opposed to if you start something from scratch, you turn on a computer, that anything that happens afterwards is, is considered kaycha. That was one argument. And the other argument is that that thing that you need kaycha and kaycha only applies only applies by certain halachas. If I remember, there were four halachas that it applies for. Maybe there were more. Like a bunch of very specific halachas. Everything else just needs to have kaycha but It doesn't have to be kaycha and it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, right. It wasn't so sophisticated. Okay? So, so the, the, at, at the time, I'm sure all of you remember, at the time we spoke about it, we had riots, aside Rabbi Shechter's own riots, the fact that we used boilers, we spoke then about how boilers start up. Boilers start up 
the way Rabbi Shachta says. Okay, boiler start up the way Rabbi Shachta said. If, if you turn on a boiler to consider Bishri Yisrael, you're doing what Rabbi Shachta said, in effect. Okay, so it's a question. And what Rabbi said was another side was, well, then maybe we should use timers also. It's a question whether a timer and a computer is the same thing. A, a timer is a little more removed from me than the computer is. The computer is, I sit there, well, I, I set the program, and I say, okay, run this program. And every day at 5 o'clock, it's going to do this program. That's a little more connected to me than the timer is. So, okay, so it's, it's questionable. They don't turn but, it down. They don't turn the computer down. Right. I mean, if there's a, uh, like, you know, power outage. That's a reboot. Got to reboot it. <laughs> And we're calling you to do it anyway. So, okay. fine. so anyhow, so, so this Shiloh about whether you can whether you use this computerized, we, we spoke a little now, but really it was back in, in, in Kofi Bay we spoke about. Okay. Last is, we, we, we really almost said oh, the whole thing here already, but Justin mentioned before, that the Ramah says that the way to make Venus Yisrael is um, the Yid watches. We, we have no basis for thinking that the Ramah would hold that you can make Venus Yisrael by the Yid um, participating or the only it. He says nothing. He, all of his riots push the other direction. <laughs> so, if theoretically, if the guy could participate without seeing, you know, if there would be such a thing, could there be such a thing, then, then okay. So then, it would be, um, we had no reason to think that would be okay. I, again, I don't have a right that it's not okay, but I have no reason to think that. Everything he says talks about seeing, and that's, that's sort of an assumption. The question is more the other way. Within the shach, the shach said you have to either own it, or you have to participate, he for sure says seeing is not good enough. That he's pretty clear. It's a really long shot. It's, he's pretty clear that he does not want seeing. The question is, does he also need you to see it? So a, there's a small vehicle. Is a practical case? Of what? You're not discussing about a case of participating without seeing. No. Partici- oh, in the Ramon one, I think participating without seeing. No, no, just on the shot. You're, you're, you're right. Now you're asking whether no, you're it's more, okay, the question is more on owning without seeing. If oh, I, have, I have milk, the shot says, I own the milk, it's mine. When I'm talking, I don't see anything. It's... it's 50 miles away from it. I don't see anything. So, there's a, a Pirush on the start of the show. A Pirush on the start of the show called Mati Yonison. Pirush called Mati Yonison. At the end of the Mati Yonison, on this Shach, there is a way to read him to be saying as if he understood that the Shach holds you have to see it also. There's a way to say that. There, there, it's not really, there's no implications like that in the Shach that I see. Um, the the Mati Yonison, there's a way to read it like that. You should know the Chazanish says not like that. The Chazanish says, according to the Shach, he assumes, he ends with Tzorachim, but he assumes that the Shach, according to the Shach, you do not have to see it. There's no reason to see it. Uh, and the Shach himself has an impl- indication like that also. The Shach talks about that the Yidin who had going in their houses making cheese, it was considered kosher, even though the Yidin weren't, weren't seeing anything. He talks about they, they, were, they, were, they weren't around. The Goyim were making cheese, and that was considered kosher because he owns, owns it. Because he owns it. Now, you could read it. You could say it's because it's Yosef Nechnas. You could say that. But it doesn't sound like that. The Shach sounds like he's saying is, I told you that only it is good enough. And that's why I believe going in the house making cheese. Because only it is good enough. It's my cheese. It's good enough. I want to say about Bishel. Not to about Bishel. I'm talking about but cheese. It, it, it's, it, it's all the same Xera, right? Yeah. So what is he all about Bishel? No, no, no. If you participate. When you participate. Here this too. There's an extra cooler. Only does it help. For take it back. Take it back. Strike it from the Okay. Okay. So, the, 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 so the Shach implies, when he says this thing that they would leave the guy at home making cheese, and since it was there, it was community, so it gives the implication that it's, there was nobody watching, it's not because you're Yitzhak Nichols kind of thing, but I can't say it's 100%. There you go. Um, okay. Now, for, for the next piece we have to talk about is, now that we've talked about the... Well, of course, but it can't be any real Shach that they're not using kosher, right? That, that's what understood. That's not different than, yes. Okay, so now, we, we, we spoke the first time about what the Machlech is. Well, now we spoke a little about, we spoke about the Ramal last time and the Shach this time. And now we come to the, 
we call it the bottom line. Okay, we pass like we pass like the shaft of the Rambam. Okay, now before I start this, before I start this part, I have to just ask everybody a favor. Okay, we're going to talk about um, some different hashkachos over here. Okay, and some different things that happen, but we're not going to use anybody's names. Okay, so if you if you, if you think of anything, oh yeah, that was yeah, so, so keep it to yourself. Okay. Anyway, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, so so the, we have we have a we have a we, we have we have a we have this big machlokes. There's a make cheese by watching it, or by owning or participating. That's this big machlokes. Okay, most most of the achronim, most of the achronim, go like the rabba. Most of the achronim say like the rabba that watching is good enough. I forgot to mention when we did the rabba that the rabba in the pirushim shnayis sounds like the rabba. Sounds like the rabba that watching is good enough. I forgot to mention. I can't say that he holds like the rabba. So it sounds a little silly. But anyhow, but most of the some of the achronim bring that. Pirshim Shai says that, um, but the the we mentioned the Noy Yehuda today, who's who says like the like the Ramah. We mentioned when we learned Halacha Aleph, we had mentioned the Deek in some Soifer that he holds like the Ramah. I don't know if you remember that, but we learned when we learned Halacha Aleph, we mentioned such a Deek. Um, the Sharetzian, many people know the Sharetzian says um, that we followed the Ramah. Ramoshin in Hilchoshabes by that Din in Hilchoshabes about making cheese, cheese on when, the, when, the, when he brings the Sefer Gud that you're allowed, allowed to go and make it on Shabbos. Yeah. It's in um, Shin Zion. Um, so the and Ramosha says also that we do like that and many Akhrim say like that there are, again, there are Akhrim who say like what the Shabbos is enough there are Akhrim the Prechadish is, is a notable one who says like the like the Shabbos but most Akhrim say like the Ramah and one like in between is the Arach HaShulchan who says that the Din is like the Ramah but um, you should try to do like the Shabbos okay that's like an in between but most Akhrim tend to go like the Ramah now the, the fact that the Ramah was so Assumed that that was what the real din is, uh, came up once because um, there were a whole group of hashkachas, um, a whole group of hashkachas who were together going to allow uh, cheese to be considered kosher without um, a yid being there, and they were going to do it because the shah says if the yid owns it, if the yid owns it, then it's considered community as well. It was like, where are they coming from? It was like such a strange thing. Like, why are they doing like the shach? The Ramad says you have to watch it. There was going to be nobody watching. So where were they coming from? He was very surprised, and I haven't haven't a clue what the real answer was. I mean, where are they coming from? Why would so many of them say like, like like the Ramad? It's hard to imagine that so much go like that. And these people doing it, um, they may still be doing it. Well, they, that what? That only this could happen. Again, as I said before, we, we have no. <laughs> We have no basis to say that. We have no reason to think. It's a Brother Shach, Suffolk Rover. We don't have to remark. All of that point. All of that point. You got a 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 point. Okay, but he's good. He's, he's Malamitz because it's almost Shoshone. He's being Malamitz because of all these people who all want to, and, and Rabbi Shachter had a clue what they were talking about. Henry, uh, okay, so, so, so now, but what, what's going uh, on? That, that story on the side, besides that story on the side, what was, what was always, there we go, what was always the, what was always the assumption, always was the, the common practice in the United States was um, that they were mocking for both cheetahs. They did like drama if you had to watch it. Um, and at the same time, they required the yid to throw in the rennet. Right. Uh, well, obviously, like, like everyone's been saying, if you throw in the rennet, you're going to be watching also. So it's sort of got like a twofer. Okay, you, you did one, you get the other one. But they, they, were, they, they were always assuming that was, we're, do, we're being, doing like the Ramah, and we're doing like the Shach. The yid watches it, and the yid throws it in. Or yeah. Um, 
that you could watch it on the shop. Yeah, they, they didn't like that. They didn't. They didn't. Okay, was it really not? There were times that he really owned it. That would be okay. Okay, there are people who really own it, but to, to, to play games and fake on it, they didn't want to call it. Now, there are people who there are people now who are rewriting history. Okay, who say that the reason why they the, they said the yid has to throw it in is not because of the shach. It was a trick. They didn't think the mashgichim were going to actually show up to watch the cheese making. So they made a trick. They said to the mashgichim, "You have to throw it in the red, and that way we'll make sure you you're going to watch it because if you have to throw it in, then you're going to be watching it." So it was a trick to get the mashgichim to show up on time. Um, that, it was a whole thing. It was just a game. It was just a trick to get mashgichim. It really wasn't going to tell the child to do it, but that was really for. And they were really. We were always doing like the Ramah that you just had to watch it. And this thing about throwing it in, that was just, it was just a trick to get Mashkichim to do a good job. So we had four Mashkichim. So if, it, if, me, if I have a better Mashkichim, if, if I get a better Mashkichim, so if he's there, ready, what is their problem? Let me, let me talk. So that, this is people who want to rewrite history. Really, everybody knows that it was assumed in America for the past 99 years, okay, 50 years, that you have to like the Ramah and like the Shach, you do like the Ramah says you watch it, and you do like the Shach that you throw it in the wow. Okay, now, there was a, there was a tiny... One small situation where people were letting um, cheese be samuch on the Ramah, and that was, and that was, this went on for like a while, but there, were, there was a little situation which was if somebody um, was making cheese seven days a week, and they didn't want the cheese to be kosher, they wanted the weight to be kosher, and the problem was that on Shabbos, the yid couldn't throw in the rennet, so what they would do was on Shabbos, they would let the yid watch the cheese making, and they would, that then it would be that way, I'm sorry, that way would be considered trafe. Just that they wouldn't have to cash the kale. Okay, there was some on the Ramah to say that they don't cash the kale from the way after Shabbos and they could right after Shabbos could start making way that's kosher again, they wouldn't cash the kale. That's that was like they, that was going on for a while. That was like, you know, okay, that's what do you say? How much bit of the new from Vina Sakha? Shishin. It was a Ramon in in Holohal, yeah. So they said, okay, so you don't have to cash, they all have to cash. But then what happened was, um, everything was everything was running pretty smoothly until how many years ago, one of the Hashkachas um, broke ranks. And they decided they were going to be some Muhammad Ramah by themselves. And they decided if, if a Yid watches, that's good enough. Why were they saying that? It was this kind of a situation. If I remember, if I remember, long, if, I remember if I remember, it was a mozzarella plant, so they had lots of cooked water, right. and the, the company wanted their way to be kosher. So they said it was worth so much that the way should be kosher that they were willing to have a mashgiach there all the time. The plant was open twenty four seven, and they were willing to have mashgiach there all the time. I mean, it's a lot of money. All that was worth it to get their way to be kosher. But of course, the problem was that on Chavez, the you can't throw in the rennet. You can't make cheese on Chavez. So they said. Okay, oh, it's fine. We'll, we'll let our Chavez will be some Muhammad Ramah, and the year watching it was going to be good enough. That was the first thing. Now, when that happened, when that happened the first times, nobody knew about it. Okay? The people who did that didn't tell anybody that that's what they did. They just decided that, that was going to be they did that. Mm-hmm. But came along another company that wanted to do the same thing, and they approached a different Ashkafa. And they said to this Ashkafa, the second Ashkafa, they said, Guys, can we do this? They said, Of course not. He has to throw in the rennet. They said, really? But the guy down the block, you know, the proverbial down the block, he's doing it, and they're letting him do it, and he's open on Chavez. You tell me I can't do it on Chavez? He's doing it. So the second Hashkafa said, hmm, really? You guys are doing that? And when they found it, yeah, they are. And that was, like, the secret was out of the bag at that point. So now they had two choices. They had two choices. Either they could have said, that's what you're doing. Shuts him. For all the years, everybody's been doing it like that. Chutzpah, we won't take your part. That's one reaction they could have had. Well, the other reaction, the other reaction was, he says, hmm, you can't beat him, join him. So they said, okay, fine, good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Let's, we'll go with that also.
Okay, so now, they turned to the Paisa and they said, okay, guys, is this okay? Could we be signed on that? So they said, so they said as well, they looked at the din, and again, if you were living in a, in a desert island and you just looked at the din, you would probably pass on the and say that a yid watching is good enough. And so that's what they said. You know, Rambam says it's good enough. What's, what's a little question here is that what happened to what happened to the fact that for the past how many years everyone's years. been doing like the shakal. So in America, everyone's been following the shakal. And so you say, no, well, maybe we're really doing it, we'll call it a darcha shokhan set. You should really do it like the Ramah. If you should try to do it like the shakal. But there's a big hesit, so it's, it's, if it's very important, so then you can be shalohan ramah, because that's really the din. Okay, maybe. You know, but all of, all of that is very tainted by the fact that there was a lot of money hanging, on ta- hanging over the table. You know what I mean? So it, 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 it didn't give a very sh- good feeling for the whole, for the whole thing, you know? Um, so then, but then they said, you know what? No, 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 you know, we're going to do the shach also. Because what we're going to do is, the mashkiach is going to own the rent. When the rent comes into the factory, when it comes in, the mashkiach is going to make a kenyan on the rent, it's going to be his rent. And therefore it's going to be his. So, and that way we're doing the shach also. Because the shach says if you own it. And the rent uses ear if you own the rent, it's also good enough. I told you, rent is good enough. So you can own the rent, that's good enough. So, 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 and he made a shach because he owns it and he's watching and he's doing bullshitters. So the problem, the, the, the question on that is, the question on that is, that in the case of the, in the case of the Nebuchadnezzar, the Nebuchadnezzar the said, the reason why it's giving this Israel, according to the shach, is because the yid is a partner in the cheese. And even though he's a small partner, that's good enough. Okay, in this case, Oh, in the Nebuchadnezzar's case, the Yid's partnership at the time of the cheese making is he owns a small amount, he has just the branded, and then eventually he owns more, and that's considered his. Over here, the, Yid, the Yid's partnership is ending at the cheese making. They're throwing in the Yid's rented, and he's not getting anything back. They're not giving him a percentage of all the sales. They're not saying, oh, we use your rented, here's your percentage. They're using his rented, he's letting them use his rented, and then what's happening? That rented is going into to uh, reverse Tarsadus. Yeah, the what? The nation. It's his. It is. The rent. For the profits. What? Yeah. They're not going to do. What? They're giving him. So no. So they say. No. They say. No. We are giving him the profit. He gets a paycheck. He gets. Say, Come on. Give him a paycheck. If that makes if that makes me happy. No, you think that that's it's anyway. It's very. It's very. It's To say. So it's my. I'm a partner because play the game. Okay. So no. No. Can I get that? So the truth was. Okay. What is, the, the future, huh? what is the that's the bottom line on the partnership? Is it that the yid has to own the cheese, the actual cheese, or does he have to have a benefit from the making of the cheese of which one is ownership? That's a very good question. Because if he's got the kalim, that's good. Okay, wait, wait. So the, the answer is, he has to be an owner. He doesn't have to be a beneficiary. Beneficiary he is. Well, I'm a beneficiary because I get a paycheck at the end of the month. You know, so I'm a beneficiary. talking about the, the, the mashkiah. Yeah. He's representing the, the, the hashkoff. Right. You or, mean? Or, or, so he's talking about the company. Yeah. And, and the... the, the, the well, we're saying the yid has to be an owner. A yid has to be a part owner of it. So he has so to be if an he, owner. If he, if he owns the, the rent, then he's a part owner. He doesn't... He doesn't give $50 to actually take ownership of the finished product. He's, he's, he's got an ownership that's so sitting on the shelf. You want to buy it. Wait, wait, wait. What I'm saying is he has zero ownership of the finished product. He owned the rent. He let them use his rent into the cheese. And when the cheese goes out the door, it doesn't have his name on it. He doesn't get any profits from it. But he does, it's gone. It's not it nice. might be gone, but he has... He can go, go in there. It's perfectly good cheese and say, I want to buy that cheese that we made this. And week. then when he does that, they're going to send it to the penitentiary. 
If he wants to walk off the cheese, then just throw him in jail. It's not his cheese. It's not his cheese. There's no contract for it. It's not his. He owned the remnant. He said, you can use my remnant. He doesn't make any cheese. This, this is all a game. I mean, he, he owns the remnant in theory. As soon as it goes to the cheese. If, if I come to a company and I say, I'm going to watch what's to make me the cheese. I'm going to put in the remnant. It's my remnant. I'm going to put the remnant in. And then, I, uh, you know, uh, worldwide, world cheese is, is short some cheese. And you go, and listen, I would just make this cheese, and I need some cheese. It's kosher. I was there. Let me buy some of the cheese. What's the problem? No, the buying it now. has a new person to buy it. But it, you're not thinking because you were the owner beforehand. Right. You're not thinking the fact that you used to own the rent, it didn't play into your owning some of the cheese. The cheese was nothing. Once, once, in the case of the Behuda, when you put in the rent, it is because... And in the end, this is going to be my cheese. So my giving the rent is part of the deal. I give the rent, you give the milk, I, everyone does a different part. At the end of the day, I walk off, it's a deal, I walk off some cheese. No, I, just off the top of my head, because I've worked in cheese factories, I, it, I, maybe you want to call it a game or whatever. Why didn't they arrange that when they made the cheese, that the mashkiach will take home Five pounds of cheese. You know what? They might have done that, but but it's a game. I mean, who are we kidding? The people making cheese twenty four hours a day. The guy will do with one block of cheese. It's like it's like you know. And let me throw cheese. Okay. Anyhow, so what happened? is for the way too here, right? So let me so let me let me. I'm almost done. So what happened is okay. So all of this was going on. All of this shenanigans. Okay. All this discussion was going on. Was going on for way. But at a certain point, the companies turned around and said, guys. We're paying mashkichim. They're paying appears of mashkichim. I mean, they need people appear to come 12 hours. The guys each take 12-hour shifts. After two weeks, they plot. They need another shift. So they have two sets of people who are each being paid full salaries to come there. Okay, out to, in the middle of no place. This, this is not going on in Borough Park. I mean, this is going out in the middle of no place. Okay, so two sets of people are being paid good salaries. At a certain point, the people said, it's, you know what? They said, this makes no sense. Why are we only making the way kosher? It was kadai. I mean, on paper, it was worth it to make the way kosher. They got more money for it. They said, why not make the cheese kosher also? And of course, the Hashkocha had no answer to that question. Yeah, kosher is kosher. You know, if it's kosher, it's kosher. So, that this story, as it plays itself out, means that right now you can go to the supermarket and buy that cheese that was only made according to the Ramah. It used to be. It used, Way that it did was not was not a proud day. It didn't make us feel good that we work in. Was our 